Good morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street for this Wednesday, the 9th of August. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Hope you guys are getting off to a great start. I say this because I know so many of you trying to balance that back to school routine right now. So we're all rooting for you, everyone out there, as you're trying to get your schedules just right uh, for the start of the school year. Here's what we have in store for you this morning. We are hearing from the director of the Veteran Service Organization out of Montgomery County, Dr. Andrew Kester. He'll have the, all the information and what will be available tomorrow at the Clarksville VA Pact Act Summer Vet Fest. This is for our veterans, their spouses, families out there, but not only in Montgomery County, but surrounding counties as well. So he'll be sharing who will be on hand and what will be available to you at tomorrow's Vet Fest in Clarksville. After that, Dr. Phil Wink will be talking about oral health, Kids 101. Some really good information coming from Dr. Wink from Delta Dental. Stay around for that. And then after that, I get to introduce you to one man chasing his music dream. Just recently moved to Dixon County to chase that dream. He'll be sharing with us some of his music, his latest release, as well as a nice little um, bit of inspiration for those looking to chase a music dream or really any other dream out there. So stick with us for that. And then we're rounding out our show today, taking a look back at last weekend's Hot Chicken challenge that happened in Clarksville thanks to Kitchen Sauces. This is a great way to get his business information out there, but I'll take you to that chicken hot chicken challenge. I, you know, participated in that with some other great contestants, but I will show you some of that video and tell you who took home that uh that big finish there at the hot chicken challenge. But first, let's get a check of our headlines and what you'll find at mainstreetmedia.tn.com. The need for a place to call home for the veteran community in Mount Juliet has been heard. More than $75,000 will now go toward the renovation of a former Lebanon Fire Department station to turn it into a center for local activity for veterans. American Legion Post 15 Commander Pete Norman said that the center could also be a useful attraction to get younger veterans involved. You can read more on Norman's work to get this center accomplished by going to MainStreetMediaTN.com and clicking on the Wilson Post. So who's ready to take in a Titans game this season? I am, I hope I'm sure you are as well. So the Tennessee Titans and WeGo Public Transit are offering the Titans Express train service to all Titans preseason and regular season home games. Ride service will start with that Titans preseason game on August 25th. You can read over the service stop and the cost by heading over to our website, MainStreetMediaTN.com. Okay, you guys, this is one of over 160 competitors ranging from ages 6 to 15 who competed in the Hendersonville Endurance Athletic Team, also known as HEAT, the 18th annual Kids Triathlon on the 5th. The competition also included several entrants from the Vanderbilt Children's Hospital Champs A-Team, a Nashville-based organization dedicated to helping children with special needs achieve their goals through athletics. And I'm sure they did achieve their goals here. Check out more action shots and then read through who took the lead in each division by visiting our website and then clicking on Gallatin News.
tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, October 3rd at Bridgestone Arena. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. Featuring performances by Kelly Clarkson, Little Big Town, Parker McCollum, Scotty McCreary, Justin Moore, Tracy Lawrence, and more than 30 guest artists. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, one night only. October 3rd, Bridgestone Arena. Produced by Outback Presents. This morning, there's a big event getting set to happen in Montgomery County tomorrow. We're going to tell you all about it this morning. This is for veterans from not only for veterans and not only Montgomery County, but surrounding counties to tell us all about the Clarksville VA Packed Summer Vet Fest. We have Director of Veteran Services, Mr. Andrew Kester with us. Good to see you again, as always. Great. Thanks. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on and, and getting this important information out to to our veterans and not only the veterans but the surviving spouses and family members of veterans that this could apply for well this is my pleasure and i love the fact that this is for not only montgomery county but surrounding counties tell us what this event will entail coming up tomorrow afternoon so this is this is an event you know there's a lot of a lot of different news that have been out about the pact act of 2022 and what the the va has done is offered to com, uh, partner with different uh, community partners and being a VSO of one of the largest counties in, in the state, uh, we partnered with them to provide these services. So this is an informational service, um, but we're going to have the VA healthcare there that will, uh, you can sign up for VA healthcare, be screened for toxic exposure, but also file claims and appeals. So that's what's going to be, uh, it's going to be like a one-stop shop. So they could, uh, veteran, their, their family members can come in and if they qualify for these burn pit exposures, get the burn pit exposure uh, medical treatment that they need, get mm -hmm. the uh, screening, but also file for the, the benefits that come with the presumptive conditions that were, that, that came out of the burn pit exposure uh, registry. I know this is something we have talked about before, so it's wonderful that you have all of these people there at one spot. You also have speakers, speaking engagements that will be happening. Who will be there to do that? Yeah, so Mr. Deaker is going to be there. He's the director of the Veterans Health Administration here in, in the state of Tennessee. Uh, we'll also have the BVA there as well, Board of Veterans Appeals. Mr. Moore will be there to speak, and he'll talk about the appeals process and, and introduce his team of, of appeal specialists. And then I'll be speaking on our local benefits, and then we'll have Tennessee Department of Veterans uh, Services uh, Commissioner Tommy Baker will be there and talk about the initiatives that his team is doing at the state level and what they're doing for veterans, their dependents, and family members. How did this come about? So where did this uh, this vet fest? How did that come about? It actually started about three months ago, uh, nice. and they wanted to do kind of key. These, these informational briefings and key locations. They did one in Murfreesboro, they did one in Nashville, did one in um, Memphis, and did one in Chattanooga. And they reached out to Montgomery County and said, we want to do a small one here. Uh, so our very first one we did at Civic Hall. We had over 400 veterans come through. And it was so successful, they said, well, you've got a lot of veterans, we want to come back. Can we do a, a larger venue? Uh, so we got with the city and Mayor Pitts and uh, I asked if we could use uh, the Wilmer, Wilmer Rudolph Event Center, and they, he said, yes, by all means, use it and fill it up. So that's what it came about of. We just saw the need 
the one we did three months ago, uh, we did it during the day from two uh, from 10 o'clock to two o'clock. And we did capture a lot of veterans, but we know if we could do it later in the afternoon, the evening, we could capture more. Well, has it been three months already? Because, again, I remember highlighting that before that got going that I, I can't believe it's been that long. Yes. And, and it, like I said, it was great. We had uh, veterans lined up all the way out, Saver called almost to our office there in Veterans Plaza. Oh, wow. So, again, this is for veterans uh, or surviving spouses. Is there a reason for veterans who have already connected, say, in that previous event? Is there a reason that they might need to come out to this one, or is there something extra here that they may have miss, missed out on? There was long lines, and unfortunately, right. we just, the VA didn't know how many people were going to show up. We didn't know how many people were going to show up, so we just didn't have enough of the services. So we did revert a lot of those uh, questions right to our office just okay. because of the time constraints we had. So we, we helped as many as we can, and we referred a lot to our office to help after the fact. Okay. So this, this time we're going to have um, nine service officers to the BVA. There'll be three service officers from my office. I think they're going to have 10 medical stations. Uh, it's just that Wilmer Rudolph Event Center is going to be full of support. So if there was something they didn't get during that last event and they didn't get through our office uh, there in Veterans Plaza, come out and, and make sure they receive those services. Oh, that's great. Is there anything the attendees need to bring with them? And I ask this, do they need to have make sure they have their driver's license or pen and paper or any paperwork? Just their ID, whether it be a military ID, uh, a VA uh, healthcare ID. If they don't have that, they can sign up for that. Just some sort of form of ID. If they have their DD-214 service record, that's fine. But really, there's really nothing they need, just, just an ID to get them started. Very nice. And again, we're familiar with the Wilma Rudolph Event Center. Parking can be, um, if there's a lot of people, parking can be a problem. Any suggestions there? So it's going to be a one-way travel, so you have to go down through the park. So go straight down through the park and make a, a circle that way, not, not take a left okay. because there's traffic confusion. But the upper parking lot, we, we're reserving for our veterans. You know, any people that's attending, we're going to be down in the lower parking lots. Uh, over there by the dog park, but they will, if the upper parking lot does get filled up, we will have two golf carts to bring people up and down the hill. Uh, and of course, if, if they're in a wheelchair or, or need special assistance, they can pull right to the front to unload. That was going to be my next question. So thank you for answering that. And this is going from two to six o'clock. I know that is a decent amount of time for those who may again, have something already happening tomorrow. How they, how can they connect with you after this event? So just like any other time, uh, they can come to the Veterans Service Office right there in Veterans Plaza, Suite 405. Uh, we're open Monday through Friday from 8 o'clock until 4.30 p.m. But we'll see veterans. We'll make appointments for veterans. They can always call the office, 931-553-5173, and we'll definitely set them up an appointment to come in and talk with one of our VSOs and get the latest information. Fantastic. Thank you so much. So again, Mr. Kester, is there anything else that we may not have touched on that you need to share? And a lot of people think that the PACT Act is only for the veterans that served in Iraq, Afghanistan, but they've opened them up to, to other locations, uh, Somalia, Africa, Kuwait, uh, Ubezkistan. And it's not only for 1990 to, to now, but there are also some, there are some new presumptive conditions for uh, veterans that served in Vietnam and Vietnam era. So Agent Orange exposure is also incorporated, but they also opened up during the Vietnam conflict, not only boots on the ground and the, the Blue Water Navy, uh, they've opened up for veterans that served in the supply routes. 
those that served in Cambodia, in Thailand, and Guam. Very important three components because we have a lot of Air Force veterans that served in those supply routes, received patients, received supplies, received equipment from Vietnam with Agent Orange contaminants on them. And up until now, September of last year, they were not afforded those presumptive conditions for the Agent Orange exposures, diabetes, certain cancers, uh, heart conditions. So they've opened those up to those veterans and those veterans have been, been denied benefits for so many years because they served in Thailand and Guam and did not set foot on Vietnam soil. The VA has now conceded that they were exposed secondhand um, by contaminants that were brought back from Vietnam. So that is also a very key component in this PACT Act that has, has been overlooked. You know, a lot of focus has been put onto the burn pit exposures for, for uh, not, uh, 1990 to, to present Iraq, Afghanistan, Middle East. Uh, but there is a, a large component for our Vietnam veterans uh, and those that serve in those areas. I have to ask, what are you hearing from the veterans and their spouses that are coming in since this is kind of opening up to, you know, different areas and others at different times? What are you hearing from them? Well, at first, there's frustration. Why did it take so long? And, you know, we're veterans. Uh, we're not we're not a state or federal agency. We're a county agency that advocates for veterans and their family members. So we're compassionate because we are all veterans. But we tell them. That, that the benefits did come. And, and unfortunately, some of them came too late, uh, but we also can file for surviving spouses. But once we get that through and, and they understand that there is a process, you know, they are relieved that, that the benefits did come, uh, but sometimes it's just uh, far too late or uh, they should have come years and years ago. Gotcha. Uh, well, thank you so much. So happy to be able to share this event again, happening tomorrow in Clarksville, the Clarksville VA Pact Act Summer Vet Fest happening at the Wilma Rudolph Event Center from 2 to 6 o'clock. Thank you again for sharing all of that information. Thank you, Stephanie, for your support. And then um, thank you for getting this out. We want to fill, the, fill that, uh, our, our, that area up with veterans and their families. Uh, we want to help you do that. Thank you and Great. good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have a lot more coming up right after this. There's a lot to consider when it comes to choosing a Medicare plan. That's where Health Markets Insurance Agency can help. Independent licensed insurance agents who work with Health Markets can answer your questions about the different parts of Medicare. When you can enroll, benefits, costs, and more. Speak to a local licensed insurance agent today to get started on your Medicare journey. Right now. They have a dragon here. I saw it. Get out of here. Come on, I'll show you. Wait up. Whoa. I told you so. That is a dragon. Welcome back. So talking with children about their oral care and oral health, it's good to start at a very young age. And it's such an important topic because our teeth are, well, incredibly important. To talk to us about oral health and your kids, we have Dr. Phil Link with us today. Doctor, first off, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much for being willing to talk about oral health. Well, you're very welcome. So you're with Delta Dental. You've been in the business for a very long time. What's the first thing that I guess parents need to know about their kids' dental care? What's the very first thing? 
Well, I, the first thing I think would tell them is, is that you started at a very young age, which you mentioned. That very young age is really about the time they first see those teeth start popping through the gum. Okay. Uh, surprisingly, um, that'll run about age six months. And so you have to be kind of prepared. Um, and the reason you're doing that, Stephanie, is to get the, the young person accommodated to somebody doing something in their mouth. So uh, so we, we would always encourage people, uh, adults, children, with their children to, to start them early, start getting used to you using a toothbrush in their mouth and letting them see what it's like. The other thing is to remember you should use a very, very soft toothbrush, and they're designed just for children. They're small in size, so you couldn't fit an adult-sized toothbrush in their mouth comfortably. And and then the other thing I always did when I was in practice is recommending using warm water because it'll even soften the bristles even more. Um, some people even advocate early on using a clean wash rag to, to clean their teeth. Just to put their teeth between their fingers and put, you know, scrub a little fluoride toothpaste on them to get them ready. You don't want to use a tube of fluoride toothpaste, but you want to use a little bit of fluoride. So number one, the fluoride effect begins because that's important. And then the second thing is probably the most important is they get used to the taste. You know, you don't use some mini, you know, teeth brightening thing. Use the basic, the basic stuff. And they make toothpaste just for children. Well, that is good to hear. What about uh, how often do we brush, especially looking at like six months? Is that once a day? And then as you get into, I don't know, elementary age, do you brush more? No, I think you, I think you would want to try to brush at least twice a day or, or treat them twice a day. So from the idea, you want to get them in the same habit that you want to be in yourself. And so if they see that you're brushing your teeth and they're three years old and they watch you brush your teeth, you know, hopefully they'll say, okay, mommy or daddy, help me do that. And so uh, you're, you're accommodating them to that routine, and that routine's critical. So, okay, so we're brushing and flossing at home, but when's that first time we need to come and actually see a dentist? At what age do they need to take their child to see a dentist for the first yeah. time? Yeah, I always felt like somewhere between two and three. And then what I would ask the, the parents to do is just bring the children in and just let them sit in their lap while you – while the dentist did an exam or while the dentist was doing a, a cleaning. So the older they got, the more they got used to watching their mom do it. And then sometimes, and a lot of times I never had any problem with this, after one or two visits like that, the, the child would want to have their teeth cleaned or brushed or whatever. And it, again, it's now it's getting used to that, that different person doing the same thing that the parents are doing. So, okay, so say they're used to, they start going in, and they still have that bit of a fear of the dentist, and I think normally it tends to be the sights, the sounds, the smells. How can parents talk to their kids to make them more comfortable? Well, I, I think I think really the thing that worked more better than talking to them, obviously, the thing that worked better was getting them in early and, okay. and letting them get used to the dental office because the sights and the sounds and the smells are going to always be the same in dental offices. You also have to get used to seeing people walking around in masks. That used to be even more uncommon than it is now because, you know, pre-COVID, there were a lot of people walking around without masks, <laughs> and suddenly we were all masked up, and so children saw people masked. But now, a whole different story. People aren't wearing their masks, but the dentists and, their, and the hygienists and the dental assistants will all be wearing masks. And so uh, I think you want to get them used to that. You want to ease them into it. This is not something that you that where you have to jump right in and do a lot of things. This is this is a kind of 
a step-by-step easy process. And probably the most critical thing is the parents reinforcing the fact that it's fun, that it's, there's nothing hard about it, it doesn't hurt. The more you can do to that for a child to, to prepare them for that, the, the easier the situation becomes. And then if they're a little fearful, honestly, um, having them sit in their mom's lap while you're doing some of that basic cleaning, you know, you're not doing anything that's of any dramatic effect. So you're really just running a little, the, the hand, the hand piece, which is the, a lot of people call it a drill, but it's a hand piece that has a little rubber cup on it. You're just rubbing it around on the, on the teeth and, and, uh, you can do that. The other thing is, is that as children get a little bit older, say three to four, Try migrating away from like the normal handheld toothbrush and try move more into more into a battery powered toothbrush that runs just like a dental toothbrush runs. So that gets them a little bit more accommodated to the feel of that of that hand piece in their mouth. Good to know. Well, let's last question for you. Let's talk about what kids consume. So they're drinking sugary drinks. They're eating candy. Should we limit? Should parents limit? I mean, are we? I kind of already know that you should limit the intake of sugar, but when it comes to your teeth, what do parents need to know? Let's start with the first thing about that. You talk about sugary drinks. There's no reason for a three-year-old to have sugary drinks. There's, sure. there's no reason for a six-year-old to have, well, there's obviously no reason for anybody to have a sugary drink, to be very frank with you, but let's be realistic and know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find more and more people now and over the last 20 years, certainly drinking water is a more common thing when people even go to out to dinner. I see people, young people, that'll order water instead of like a Coke or things that we used to think about. That's that's really the thing that, that we ought to always keep in mind. Uh, I find a lot of homes, that's what the children drink. They drink water. Now, remember, there's a couple of advantages of water. Everybody needs water. You got to have water. It's very important. If you don't have enough water, you will die. So those are things that are very important. But uh, I think not changing routines and using water uh, as not only just a health drink, but also to get them to accommodate to drinking with their meals. That's mm-hmm. that's really advantageous. The other thing water does, if you really think about it, is um, the way decay starts is it has to have some sugar base. So there has to be something for the bacteria in your mouth to use to eat, to dig it, to basically create a hole in a tooth. Uh, if you're using water, you're drinking water, it, not only does it is it good for you, but it also washes your teeth. So there's a certain amount of, of cleaning effect that comes with just drinking water. A lot of great information for parents there and for kids to know. So again, Dr. Phil Wink with us. He's the CEO of Delta Dental of Tennessee. Thank you again for your time. My pleasure. Great to see you. Yeah, see you soon. Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have a whole lot more coming up right after this. They said I wouldn't make it without a college degree. They said only a man could be a roofing executive. They said a former addict always relapses. They said my amputation would keep me out of roofing. They said never give an ex-convict a second chance. They said I could never be a leader. They said I couldn't support my family as a single mom. At Rackley, we say they're wrong. Want to change the world? Change it, one roof at a time. Welcome back. Well, this morning, I'm excited to introduce you to Michael Lizenby. He's a singer-songwriter who recently moved to the Middle Tennessee area from up north, left his job in law enforcement to pursue his dream of working in 
music. I ran into Michael in front of 119 Craft Kitchen and Brewery and then connected with him once again when he was setting up to play there one Saturday afternoon. So here's a little bit of Michael's story and um, some motivation for you if you are chasing your own dream. My name is Michael Lisenby and um, just we moved out here to Dixon just a year ago from July 4th, um, trying to chase the music dream and uh, just been writing songs and just transitioning from one career field to the music game and so the family and I have picked up and moved from Washington State out here and just trying to figure it out as we go. The, just the idea of making a career out of music has been kind of a recent revelation. Um, you know, I, I was a cop for a long time and so it's been a bit of a change coming from that side of the game to doing music. I mean, I've been writing music and did cover band things for a long time and choirs growing up, but the idea of chasing the music as far as an actual profession and how to make my living, it's, it's a new thing, but it's, we're, we're loving this journey and chasing this dream, so it's been a, which is why we landed out here in middle Tennessee to kind of where, where it happens. A lot of it's, I mean, I think that, you know, God put on my heart that it, music's what we need to be doing, and the next, next second to that is, we're committed. We sold everything, moved out here sight unseen with the family, and so I got a wife and three little kids, and so there's no there's no plan B. We're just we're just kind of figuring out. And I'll, I'll I play wherever um, to whoever, because one thing I've learned so far out here is you never know who's in the audience that or what song you might write the next day. And I mean, one of the lines I always heard was cool was you're always three minutes away from your life changing forever for you write that one song that really changes the changes your stars a little bit. So. Yeah, we're just grinding and trying to put out our stories because you also you never know what one of those stories might help impact somebody else. The most recent song that we released, um, it was a song called Ready or Asleep. Um, and it was a song basically about, you know, original sin and, the, you know, fighting, the, you know, the, the devil tempting, but then just letting people know that he exists and that he's out there and that he's trying to get all of us and just trying to have everyone turn from that and recognize that evil's out there and to try to be as aware as possible. Where can we find you? Where can we connect and watch you play and sing? Um, so, we're, I mean, we live out here in Dixon, but we're all over the place in Nashville, Middle Tennessee. We're starting to look at doing some Weekend Warrior stuff. Just pull the trigger on it. You got it. There's no, it's just like having kids. There's no right time. You're never, you're never that ready. You just got to start doing it. I want to thank Michael for giving me his time. Now, Michael's most recent release is Old 45. You can check out Michael Lizenby by finding him on Instagram and Facebook by searching Michael Lizenby Official. You can find out where he's playing next. Can't wait to catch him in front of the mic, uh, hopefully in the near future. Stay with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have a little more coming up for you after this commercial break. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round. No more ladders, tangled lights, or cold nights outside. We do the work. You do the celebrating. Call Southern Nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever. For a free quote, give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our Facebook page at Southern Nights. 
Did you know that up to 80% of us will experience back or neck pain during our lifetime? Many of you are offered surgery or addictive pain pills to relieve your chronic pain. At the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief, we have been leading the way to better health, naturally, and have helped tens of thousands of people right here in Middle Tennessee for the past 30 years. I came to Dr. Gill about 10 years ago after my local doctors recommended surgery. I knew about Dr. Gill and wanted to see if he could help me. Ten years later, I am pain-free, no surgery, and no pain pills. Surgery is scary, and over 40% of all back surgeries fail, creating a cycle of surgery and pills. There is a safer solution to your chronic pain. Make the call to the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief today and get your life back. This office visit is normally $299, but call today and receive your initial consultation report of finding for just $49. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Call 615-768-8743. That's 615-768-8743. Well, thanks so much for joining us here this morning. We always hope that you have a fantastic afternoon, and we look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.